podcast your monthly deep dive into the heartbeat of the california hotel industry i'm your host eric ransdell and i'm here with my partner mike how's it going mike yo uh today we're going to be bringing you the latest from california's vibrant hospitality uh, real estate market whether you're an owner operator industry professional this podcast is your window into the world of hotels motels and the boutique experience uh, today we want to talk about um, the hotel, sorry, the boutique hotel sector. Um, it's a segment that's not just bouncing back post-pandemic, but it's also thriving. Uh, the Highland Group, they released a 2023 uh, boutique hotel report, and it kind of showed us some pretty impressive um, figures, You know, showing that occupancy levels in boutique hotels averaged from about 58 to 65%, which is excellent. Um What's even more telling is that the RevPAR, where upscale independent boutiques have earned uh, an extra $40 premium over the 2019 figures. Yeah, I mean, I think what's actually super interesting is the narrative that really unfolds when we compare these boutique players to the broader uh, U.S. hotel market. Um, Through mid-2023, Hotel Business reported that boutique hotels actually outpaced all U.S. hotels in occupancy rates. Um, I mean really underscoring the sector's solid performance, which is actually pretty crazy. Yeah, and I, I want to jump a little bit more into that here in a minute, but, y- you know, it's it is, it's not just about the recovery, it's about the growth and profitability in these boutique hotels. You know, they're showing um, a compound annual growth in supply um, with soft brand collections leading the way at 18% annually since 2017. Um, it's not just a recovery, right? It's a, It's kind of the new trend, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, really to kind of talk about the future a little bit, I mean, let's kind of discuss what's driving the surge, you know. Um, I think one of the things is definitely the unique blend of the personalization, the design, and really the local culture that these boutique hotels are offering. Um, I mean, you know, people that travel today, they want the new trendy thing. They want what's, you know, what's popular right now. So I think that's really resonating with today's travelers. You know, they're, they're really looking for an experience. They're not just looking for a room. And Boutique Hotel is really nailing this demand right now. Yeah, and I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Airbnbs, but Airbnb was super hot for a while, right? Yeah. And it kind of is transitioning to Boutique Hotels, and that's for uh, good reason. And like I said, we'll, we'll dig back into that in a second. But I also want to talk about um, how technology is really at the, at the cornerstone of the Boutique Hotel um, experience and appeal, right? there these boutique hotels have been kind of first in line to implement a lot of this technology, whether it's mobile check-ins, digital concierge services, um, personalized room settings, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, you know, like you said, just a touch on Airbnb because you brought it up, you know, the boutique hotels are kind of taking what worked for Airbnb and applying it to their industry. Right. Um, For example, the technology, you know, Airbnb was doing a lot of remote check-ins because people own these places. They live out of state and the boutique hotel sector is really adapting and applying all those technology, you know, that assisted Airbnb for their uh, for their industry. So, I mean, while we're on Airbnb, just to touch on it, I think the regulations, you know, and the restrictions that are coming out with Airbnb in these bigger cities are just going to drive the boutique hotel appeal really through the roof. Yeah, totally, because it's costs you about the same, yep. right, to get a hotel versus an Airbnb. One of these boutique hotels, typically, yeah. you know, especially in some of these, you know, hot areas like San Diego, yep. or coastal County, markets, coastal markets, yeah. So, and the other appealing thing is that these, a lot of these boutique hotels have a bar, yeah, in there that you can go hang out at. So you don't need the kitchen, yep. a place to hang out, a place to mingle, and they're small, yeah, you know, and it 
kind of still gives you that Airbnb feel, but you still have somebody that's going to come clean your room every night or every other night. Exactly. Right? You know, and I, I mean, the restrictions are really, it's obviously going to help the boutique market because like you said, they're very similar to Airbnbs, but they have a little more perks than Airbnbs can offer. But I really think it's going to help the hospitality space really as a whole, that everyone's going to benefit from these regulations that are coming across for the Airbnbs. Yeah, I think you're also going to see a lot of these big name brands start kind of more of them breaking into the boutique space by just kind of opening up their own little boutique. I agree. You know, so if you're, if you're in the boutique space, you're kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, but let's kind of talk about where do you see a lot of these boutique hotels? Where do they kind of, you know, Mike, location, you, location, location. Yeah. So where are you seeing them and where, like, where is a good place to have one and where's probably well, not? Obviously, you're seeing in the coastal markets, I think, are fantastic for their boutique hotels. You know, really anything I would say from San Diego all the way up north through the coast, if you have a boutique hotel anywhere over there, you're going to do well, right? Because people want to come. They might, might not want to stay at these bigger branded hotels. They want a little bit more of like a local culture experience, right? And, you know, the boutique hotels doing a great job really diving into the culture of where they're at, whether you're in San Diego, you're in Santa Barbara, you're in Malibu, you know, you can really appeal to the, to the culture up there. And I think that's giving people this big experience, especially, I mean, California is a great place for not just people in America, but all over the country come and travel for vacation. Yep. You know, I mean, we're kind of lucky we live where people vacation, right? Yep. So I think just really nailing the culture and, you know, in these coastal markets is going to do really well. Yeah, totally. And I think, uh, you know, other places like Santa Barbara. Yeah, right? Santa Barbara is awesome. You know, you have a little pool. The pool's not too crowded. It's a nice little getaway. You know, it's, it, you know, an example of this is my wife and I just for our anniversary this last year, we went up and stayed at a little boutique hotel in Santa Barbara. Um, and we agreed that that's probably where we'll always stay. It did was. You, did you get them to sell? Cool. I. <laughs> I didn't at the time, but I'm I'm actually going to call them as soon as we get off this podcast. I think we have some Santa Barbara buyers. I think we do. And if we don't, call us. I'll find you one. <laughs> you want to touch on the economy real quick? I think that's actually a pretty important uh, part of boutique hotels. Yeah. So I think one of the cool things that boutique hotels do is they really kind of... they. So when you have a... Let's say that you own a Marriott, right? And and when you when your PIP comes due... You have to pay their designers, their Marriott's designers, Marriott's furniture store, which is, you know, wherever it is. And whatever they require. Yeah, whatever, whatever the brand requires. Where when you have a little boutique shop, you don't, you're, you're not bound by their rules and regulations. So you can go out and, um, you know, you can go out and you can, source local furniture, source yeah. local designers, source, you know, local... A food caterer. You can really buy into the local culture there rather than have to appeal to the masses, right? And I think that's really what's driving these. You're appealing to the local culture, you're adapting, and you're buying into the local economy rather than having to be broad and do everything the same across yeah, the country. Totally, because I, I mean, that's a huge thing. When you go travel, you a lot of times want to be part of the culture that you're traveling to. Like, remember when we went to Montana? Yeah. I wanted to basically be... A guy that rode horses and was a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. you know? I wouldn't want to go stay at something that I can go stay at in New York. Correct. Right. So yeah, and and that's not to say that the big boxes don't have their their perks. Yeah, obviously, right. If you're you own a nice Marriott, then agreed. You know, it's just a different type of. It's just a different industry that's yeah. trendy right now that people like that I think is going to be around for a long time. 
Yeah, the boutique hotel industry. Exactly. So you think it's a separate industry from I the do. hotel I do. I would industry? say it's separate. I think you have to run these boutique hotels a little differently and appeal to the local economy and culture to make it stand out. Yeah. You know? Where do you think uh, some downfalls in having boutiques are? Well, I think obviously if you're a part of a bigger brand or flag, right, you're probably going to get business just from the name. If you're a part of your own either independent property or these boutique hotels, it's kind of on you to do your own marketing, right? So you're going to have to get online and, you know, really market yourself really good, right? You need good reviews. You need to have your property on point, you know? And yeah, so maybe instead of, you know, if you're if you're looking into a boutique hotel, maybe instead of the, you're looking at it from, instead of spending the money on the franchise fees, you're spending the money on local marketing. Yeah, and I think, you know, you really need to hire people that work there that do a good job, right? That make the experience better. You know, that maybe understand the local market or the local economy and they can kind of make the guest experience better just by knowing the area. Yeah. Really. Suggesting other restaurants. Exactly. I think something as simple as suggesting like a really good restaurant from a worker would go a long way to someone that's staying there. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. Cool. Um, Anything else you want to kind of touch on with with these boutique hotels? I think that's I think we kind of hit it, you know most of the stuff I think we can talk for a really, really long time, but I think that's the most important things. And, you know, just the kind of the things that are happening right now, really. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well then we'll wrap this up here. You know, thank you for listening to the hotel dudes again. I'm Eric Ransdell, uh, with Mike Annunziata. We're from strands realty group. Uh, feel free to reach out at any, at any time. Wishing you the, wishing you a profitable week in the world of hospitality. Until next time. We get the